Hello, this is Michael Moore, and you are listening to an emergency podcast system edition of Rumble with Michael Moore. Just moments ago, the district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, which is Atlanta, announced uh, the indictment of Donald Trump, along with 18 co-conspirators who, according to the district attorney, formed an organized crime group. There are 41 counts in this indictment. The indictment is over 90 pages long. It contains 161 acts, acts of finding criminal acts, etc. The main ones being filed under the RICO provisions of the law. In other words, racketeering. In other words, what we would normally call mob-like activities. This is this is a breathtaking indictment, and I just wanted to come on and speak to everybody for just a few minutes. I'm recording this just a few minutes after midnight here on Tuesday, the 15th of August, 2023. There'll be more coming out on this throughout the night, I'm sure. A lot of analysis going on right now. Uh, None of us have been able to read all 90 pages. I've been going through it. There are so many people (laughs) mentioned in this. In addition to indicting Trump, other indictments uh, here are uh, Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, the former chief of staff, John Eastman, Trump's lawyer, top Republican officials in the state of Georgia, in the uh, Georgia Senate, the Georgia Republican Party. Other people indicted are the fake electors that were being put together uh, to present as the real electors in Georgia, Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. And it goes through all these other states here, Michigan alone here. Uh, here, I'm just reading It's Act 5 here in the uh, indictment. And I'll read it to you. It says, on or about the 20th day of November 2020, Donald Trump and Mark Meadows met with the majority leader of the Michigan Senate, Michael Shirky, that's a Republican at the time, and the Republican Speaker of the Michigan House of Representatives, Lee Chatfield, and other Michigan legislators in the Oval Office at the White House, where Donald Trump, I'm quoting now from the indictment, where Donald Trump made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election in Michigan. Rudolph Giuliani joined the meeting by telephone. This meeting was, and I'm quoting now, an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election. 161 of these acts are listed here. In the 41 counts, all of them racketeering charges, each and every one of them. And each each of the individuals charged are charged with uh, racketeering. Uh, so this, this is way beyond what the federal government was willing to charge. And the district attorney just came out along with what looked like close to a dozen prosecutors and they look like they mean business. I mean, this was a stunning thing to just witness live on television. I'm sure a number of you are probably had already gone to bed 
when you're listening to me now on Tuesday morning. Uh, if you have a chance to watch any of this, uh, it's it's pretty stunning. And the the breadth of this, the scope of the various people charged in this indictment and the people that are not charged in the state of Georgia, but are mentioned in Pennsylvania, in Arizona, in Michigan. You know, the federal special prosecutor, Jack Smith, indicted just Trump. And, you know, essentially on four different counts. You're going to hear a lot of criticism, probably, of the Atlanta DA, who wasn't going to leave anything out of this. Any finding that she and the grand jury found, and it was the grand jury that voted on this indictment earlier on Monday, anything that broke a law, any person that broke a law, any any lying forgery is in here, it goes down the whole list. If you committed a criminal act, you are being charged with this in the effort, the organized crime effort to overturn the 2020 election. It's here at Act 28 here in the indictment is the phone call from Trump to the Secretary of State in Georgia, essentially telling him that he wanted him to stuff the ballot box with 11,780 votes, which would then put Trump as the winner of Georgia. (laughs) You know, we've never seen anything like this in the history of this country. And this is a state court proceeding. So there's no pardoning here. No president is going to be able uh, to pardon Trump if he's convicted of these state charges. The state of Georgia, their laws do not allow the governor of Georgia, the Republican governor of Georgia, to pardon Trump should he be convicted. So, um, oh, and cameras will be allowed in the courtroom. So there is transparency and we can see the whole thing. Um, They're already talking a lot about how she made the comment or she was asked, are you going to try all 19 of these at the same time? And she just said yes. And then, and then left the podium and they're all right now. I'm so by the time you wake up and you listen to this, they're, they're all, everybody's got their hair in a bunch uh, with uh, this sort of, how can you have 19 people on trial at the same time? I don't think one of the lawyers pointed out, she meant that they're all being indicted at the same time. Yes, they're all going to face the music here at the same time, but there's not going to be 19 chairs with another 38 chairs for the lawyers all at one table. But she's making it very clear that she's not messing around. I have to tell you, this was so refreshing to hear someone from law enforcement finally not equivocate, not dance around the bush, not pull any punches, but to say outright, forthrightly, crimes have been committed. They were done in an organized conspiracy There was an enterprise formed, not only with these 19 individuals, Trump and the 18 here, 
of his co-conspirators. But there's also another 30 unindicted co-conspirators who are not mentioned, but it says here in the indictment that the grand jury knows the names of these individuals and they may become public uh, here at a later date. So if there's 30 more plus the nine, that's 49, 49, at least 49 did this together to try to overturn, overthrow our election in 2020 and they didn't get away with it. But the chilling part of this is if you stop and think, what if they had? What if Trump were smarter? What if Giuliani knew what the hell he was doing? The state of affairs that we would be in right now, our democracy, whether it would still even exist in the form that we had hoped that we were functioning as. Oh, my God. And now, finally, this DA. And my friends, we have gone through what? How many investigations in Congress? Two impeachments. The Mueller, remember that? The Mueller investigation. Oh, the Mueller, he's really going to really sort this out and go for it. How many times have we had to listen to this? Twice impeached, and neither time the Senate would vote to convict him and remove him from the White House. It has really been frustrating to the point where nobody wants to watch the news anymore, sick of hearing about Trump, one thing after another. And now this is the fourth indictment. He's been indicted in the state of New York with the hush money situation. Uh, He's been indicted in Florida for stealing top secret federal documents. And then when asked to return them, not returning them and lying and trying to hide and cover up. That's the Florida indictment. Then the indictment in D.C., the big indictment for trying to overthrow the election on January uh, 6th and all the weeks leading up to that, everything that he and Giuliani and and the enterprise did. And then finally, this evening, earlier this evening, the indictment in Georgia, 41 counts, 19 co-conspirators, Trump and 18 others. Many of them are those fake electors and other Republican officials in the state of Georgia. You know, I, I, to describe how I'm feeling right now, I'm grateful for this DA. You should watch some of her press conference that she held. This is not like these other DAs that we've had to watch. And I know they've all been, they've all tried to do their job, but they're so careful and they want to, you know, uh, I get it. But, you know, if you're in a fight with an individual and his enterprise, his organized crime enterprise, to destroy this country, to overthrow a government, to overthrow an election, 
you need, we need, the people need on our side, warriors, people who are willing to go into battle, legal battle. We're not talking any violence here. Legal, nonviolent battle with those who are traitors to this country, those who would overthrow an election. They didn't get away with it. But if they get away with this, with the conspiracy to try to do it, that will be the worst message to send to the future. That you could try this. Yeah, they failed the first time when Trump did it back in 2020, but it doesn't mean it can't be done. They almost pulled it off. They just didn't have the smarts to do it. Next time we won't be so lucky, my friends. Um, read what you can on this. You can download uh, the indictment. Uh, I'll, I'll have it here on my podcast page. You can read it for yourself. It's, it's very, very easy to read. If you're not a lawyer, it doesn't matter. It tells a compelling story of people who are out to destroy our democracy. I don't want to take up any more of your time right now. It'd be great if you read it. You'll, there's other things I'm sure on the news this morning, other commentary, whatever. Read, uh, listen to what you can. Feel good about Fonnie Willis. That's the DA. Fonnie Willis in Atlanta, Georgia. Took a bold and brave move here and didn't just go after one or two things. She went after the kitchen sink. And they've got all of this documented here. She wants to try this case in the next six months. The lawyers were saying here tonight that there's no, you know, she, I mean, she's been working on this now for almost two years. She's not acted recklessly, quickly, you know, rushing to judgment here. She and her team of lawyers have put together this indictment the facts behind it, the evidence, it is breathtaking. 161 acts, criminal acts, evidence for these acts of what they did to conspire with each other. I mean, they flew in the the head Republicans from the state of Michigan, the top person in the Senate in Michigan, the top person in the House of Representatives of Michigan, the, the Republican Party uh, uh, leaders, flew them in to D.C. after the election in November of 2020 to meet privately with Trump in the White House as he was organizing them and the Republicans in Georgia, in Arizona, and elsewhere to get them to conspire with him to overthrow the election. I'm sure we're not done with the number of people that are going to have to, as I said, face the music here. But thank God somebody's had the guts to do it and do it in a comprehensive manner and to call it what it is, organized crime, mob-like activity, in other words. What, what this RICO is what they charge, racketeering, what they charge the mob with. 
and Trump and Giuliani are charged with putting together their own organized crime enterprise, as it's called here, the enterprise. Wow. Bastards. Every single one of them. Talk to your friends and your coworkers and your fellow students, neighbors, family members about this. Uh, don't let them be persuaded by the typical propaganda we're going to hear from Trump and Fox and everybody else. We are all in this together. This is our democracy. And we've let, we've let the bad guys get away with us for too long. You know it. Don't have Trump fatigue here, friends. He's hoping you do. This is when we band together and we support the law. We support the facts. We want the evidence presented. We want the people of this country to be able to see it. And while this may be a very tense time, it is the right thing to do. Don't listen to people who say, oh, I'm so afraid, though, this is going to upset the, the Republicans and their right-wingers and the white supremacists. Yeah, they should be upset. If we don't stand up for our own country, who will? This is on us right now. This is a good day. Thanks for tuning in uh, to this emergency podcast system, special edition of Rumble with Michael Moore. I'm Michael Moore. My thanks uh, to my executive producer and editor, Angela Vargos, and to everybody else who is out there working on behalf of what we all believe in, justice. We'll talk to you very soon.